This podcast is a production of Open Pediatrics, a free online resource for health professionals' education. Visit openpediatrics.org for more. Patient Positioning in the Operating Room by Dr. Beverly Chang. For the purpose of this demonstration, the physician in this video is not wearing gloves. In practice, we encourage the use of gloves and adherence to personal protective equipment standards. Hello, my name is Beverly Chang and I'm here today to introduce the topic of patient positioning in the operating room. Introduction. Positioning in the operating room is a very important topic that has large implications towards patients' post-op well-being. The reason why positioning is important is the potential to avoid nerve injuries as well as soft tissue injuries during the intraoperative period. Most common upper extremity nerve injuries include the ulnar nerve, and the most common lower extremity injury is the peroneal nerve. And while most cases of post-op nerve injury usually resolve in six to 12 weeks, um, patients that do suffer from these complications have significant distress in the post-operative period related to these complications. The most commonly proposed etiology of nerve injury is mainly contributed to external pressure on the nerve that has been proposed to compromise perfusion, disrupt cellular integrity, causing edema, ischemia, necrosis, which manifests as nerve injury and nerve palsy in the postoperative period. Data have suggested that some peripheral nerve injury is not entirely preventable. However, with positioning, we can minimize the chances of these occurrences in the intraoperative as well as postoperative period. Incidence and risk factors. The incidence of peripheral nerve injuries in pediatrics is actually reported to be much lower than that among adults. So it has been reported to be around 1% in pediatrics versus 16% in adults. Upper extremity neuropathies are more common than lower extremity neuropathies. Certain risk factors have been attributed to contribute to possible nerve injuries during the intraoperative period, and these include body habitus, mainly obese patients, pre-existing neurological symptoms, diabetes, peripheral vascular disease, alcohol dependence, arthritis, as well as there is an association between ulnar neuropathy as well as the male gender. For positioning specifically in the pediatric position, the main thing is to watch out for large face masks that will compress the eyes during uh, mass ventilation. For prone positioning, watch out for the endotracheal tube, make sure there are no kinks, as well as perform constant eye checks to make sure there's no compression on the eyes. Um, extremities should always be padded. Paper cups can also be used to pad the extremities in tiny infants that uh, wear padding may not be as appropriate, and this will be demonstrated later on in the video. Also make sure that all wires and lines that are in contact with the child's body should be padded so there's no contact between the wires and lines in the patient's body. Extremity positioning. Some important points for positioning upper extremities, and this is, applies to both pediatrics as well as for adult patients. Limit upper arm abduction to less than 90 degrees when supine. Prone positioning also affects shoulder and brachial plexus mobility different than in the supine position. So when you are in the prone position, you may be able to tolerate an abduction of their arms greater than 90 degrees if it cannot be prevented. Upper extremity should be positioned to decrease the pressure on the postcondylar groove of the humerus. This is to prevent any type of ulnar compression at that point. And patients should be able to tolerate both supination or neutral forearm position 
but the prolonged prone positioning can compress the ulnar nerve in the cubital tunnel as well as flexion of the elbow can increase the risk of ulnar neuropathy as well. But there really is no consensus as to how much flexion at the elbow is desirable. Prolonged pressure on the radial nerve and the spiral groove of the humerus should also be avoided. Periodic assessments of maintenance of the desired position should be documented every 30 minutes. Some important points for the positioning of lower extremities. Because the sciatic nerve and its branches do cross both the hip as well as the knee joints, extension and flexion of these joints should be considered when you determine the degree of hip flexion during positioning. Neither extension or flexion of the hip has been shown to increase the risk of femoral neuropathy. And prolonged pressure on the peroneal nerve at the fibular head should be avoided to prevent peroneal nerve injury. Adult positioning demonstration. Adult supine position. Make sure to apply eye tape to the eyes to protect them from possible abrasion as well as external pressure. Make sure all wires as well as lines are padded and pay special attention to pressure points and make sure those areas are cushioned or padded as well. For arms that are out and not tucked, Make sure to check periodically that the arms are still on the arm boards. There have been instances where during the procedures, arms have fallen off the arm boards and due to the fact that they're under the drapes, that these have not been noticed until after the procedure and this can cause significant nerve as well as soft tissue injuries in the post-operative period. One thing that can be done to make sure that this doesn't happen is to apply arm straps prior to the procedure itself to make sure that the arm stays in proper position during the entire procedure. Adult prone position. For adults in the prone position, make sure that the eyes as well as the endotracheal tube is positioned properly within the prone face pillow. Make sure that there is no external compression on the eyes. In certain instances, the head can be placed in a lateral position rather than using the prone position pillow. Arms should be abducted less than 90 degrees as much as possible. Wires should be ensured that they're not crossing the neck, causing any sort of pressure or strangulation issues in that area. Pillows should be placed below the legs to cushion these pressure points and make sure that no parts of the extremities are free floating. Adults lithotomy position. To place adults in the lithotomy position, two members of the anesthesia or the OR team should be used. Both legs should be lifted simultaneously as well as abducted simultaneously. The same goes when the legs are lifted back down into the regular supine position as well. Two members should be used. The leg should be abducted at the same time and placed down at the same time. Adults lateral position. An axillary roll should be placed to prevent nerve injury in the axilla. Make sure that there is no direct compression of the axilla itself when placing the roll. Ensure that there is at least two finger breast space between the roll as well as the axilla. In the lateral position, place pillows between the legs to cushion these pressure points as well as pad any other areas um, that may cause any external compression. Once again, make sure all pressure points are padded 
and also make sure that the spine as well as the head is supported in a neutral position. Pediatric positioning demonstration. Pediatric supine position. Make sure to pad all wires and lines to ensure that no parts of any wires or lines are in direct contact with the patient's body. Make sure that all the extremities are padded, especially in pressure points. For infants, paper cups can be cut in half and used to cover the extremities. And these are appropriate for infants where larger padding as well as cushioning may not be as appropriate. Pediatric prone position. For children in the prone position, the head can be placed in a lateral position instead of being placed in a prone pillow. Older children can use the prone position pillow similar to adults. Make sure to check the eyes as well as the endotracheal tube for proper positioning. Ensure that there is no external compression of the eyes. And proper documentation of eye positioning should be performed every 15 minutes during the intraoperative period. Make sure to pad all pressure points and make sure to pad all wires and lines so that they are in no direct contact with the patient's body. Make sure that the arms are in less than 90 degrees abduction or to the patient's side. And just make sure that no parts of the extremities are free floating. Pediatric lateral position. An axillary roll should be placed right below the axilla. However, make sure that there's two finger breast space between the roll as well as the axilla to prevent any axillary nerve injury. Make sure that the spine as well as the head is in a neutral position. Make sure to pad all pressure points. Thank you very much for your attention today. This has been a production of Open Pediatrics. Check out the description box to view the resources and journal articles referenced in this podcast. To hear more podcasts like this one, log on to openpediatrics.org.